Welcome to The Thought Locker, a podcast that enables personal growth. Hey everyone, today I'm going to talk about auctions and in true typical fashion of this podcast we're just going to test straight into it and give you as much information as possible. Auctions are I think a really great way to buy when people are going after their first time they can be a bit nervous about the process you know you kind of worry that you're going to get swept away in the in the moment and you know and and, uh, it's going to be stressful and hard work Uh, but what you'll find once you've made a few offers is that is that auctions can actually be a really nice process from the point of view like they're like a a breath of fresh air you know when you basically any other buying situation in New Zealand as soon as you make an offer the agent's going to call for interest if there's more than one person trying to buy that home whether it's a tender or not you're you're essentially going to be going in blind you know as soon as there's a multi-offer situation you've just got to put your best foot forward and, and hope that you're the winning bid at least with an auction, you get to see exactly what's going on and you'll have every chance to buy that property as long as you're prepared to pay slightly more than anybody else. So it's a really nice transparent process and when you understand it as a buyer, it's a really cool way to to buy a home. What's the downside? The downside is you've got to have everything ready before you bid. So when you buy a home at an auction, it's a completely unconditional purchase. That means that if you put your hand up and you win the bidding, you're buying that home. You don't have a choice. You can't back out. So you need to make sure that all your research is done before you bid. This can be quite tricky for some people, especially if you've got a home to sell or if you're a first-home buyer and you've got finance conditions to meet or you don't have a lot of spare cash to pay for builder's reports up front and valuations and all these things. So these things can be a hindrance and can stop some people from taking part in an auction process but if I'm a buyer I just would say keep in mind that you know uh, that does limit your competition somewhat which can be a good thing you know so maybe that means you've got a few less people that you're competing against um, rather than if you were in a tender or multi-offer situation so um, don't be afraid to spend a bit of money to take part in the process would be my main message the other thing I'd say is in in a really hot market from what I've seen with properties that are being sold by tender or deadline sale, uh, then the winning bid is usually an unconditional bid anyway. So you've kind of, in a hot market at least, you've kind of got to be unconditional just to have any sort of a chance. Um, so if you have to do all that work uh, to get involved in any buying process, then then you might as well do it and, and get stuck into an auction where at least you can see what's going on. So let's... Let's move forward. Uh, Before you go anywhere near putting your hand up at an auction, you're going to need to do some research. So the very first thing is you need to speak to your, uh, I think, well, all of these things should come at the start, but speak to your solicitor first just to give them a heads up that you're thinking of offering on a particular property. Uh, You're going to want to review any documents you've got with them, like the limb report or the title, or ask them to to search the title and and talk about any other info you know of. You know, if there's a builder's report available, you're going to want to talk through that with them. Uh, You're going to want to arrange a builder's report. Uh, If the owners are providing one, that's great, and that's a really good starting point, but you should ideally get your own builder's report done as well before before you offer or before you bid. 
probably most importantly, you should speak to your mortgage broker or your bank directly. And uh, what will often happen is the bank will have given you pre-approval to buy a home, but what you need to do is get approved unconditionally for this particular house. So even if you've got pre-approval already, you'll probably need to go to them and say, hey, look, I really like this house. It's an auction. I want to be out of bid. Can you approve us for this property? And they'll want to see things like the auction document and, and know a bit more about the home before they do that. So make sure you've got unconditional finance approval. Uh, then you want to check that you've got all the information that you need. So referencing that builder's report again, uh, if there isn't a LIM report available, you might want to consider getting that from the council. When I say a LIM, that's a land information memorandum. It's kind of the council file on the property. You're going to want to check the, the, the title as well, as I mentioned before. Uh, I'll link in the show notes to other articles I've got which talk through all the things you want to do before you buy a home. So uh, that'll give you a bit more background info to look at there. Uh, you're going to want to register your interest with the salesperson that's marketing the property just in case anything changes with the campaign. Just in case they bring the auction date forward for some reason, you want to be kept informed. Now that brings us to a really common question with auctions, which is, should you offer early? So imagine you've just seen this property and the auction is coming up a, a couple of weeks away and you might be wondering, should you put in an early bid? Now, it's tempting to want to do this to you know, get an answer quicker. You know, for most people, that's really what it's about. They just don't want to wait three weeks to find out if they can get this house. And, and it's natural to want to reduce the amount of competition you're going to have by uh, reducing the time other people have to get themselves ready as well. Uh, so from that point of view, I can really understand it. Uh, there are downsides as well, though, like... You know, you're playing your cards very early, and if you put in an early auction offer and that gets accepted, then you'll never know if you could have got it cheaper later on at the actual auction day. So, a couple of things to know about early offers. One is uh, you'll need to be unconditional anyway. So, you still are going to have to do all your research first and get yourself into a completely unconditional position. And that takes time. Now, the other thing with, with pre-auction offers is for them to work, they've really got to happen, I'd say, two to three weeks before the advertised auction date for it to be worthwhile, everyone going through the process of moving it forward. If you're talking about making a pre-auction offer a week before the auction date, it's probably not worth your time because even if the owner likes your offer, the best thing that can usually happen is the agent will agree to bring the auction forward. So what that means is you make your pre-auction offer, the owner says, yes, I'm happy with that price. They bring the auction date forward to something in two or three days' time, and your offer becomes the reserve and the opening bid. So even if they like your offer, they're still going to try and run an auction, and yours will be the opening bid, and they'll still give everyone else a chance to, to try and beat it. So that whole process takes time, as you can imagine. There's negotiations with the owner, there's... Um, picking a date for the auction to be brought forward to. The agent's got to have time to call all the other interested buyers and get them to that, um, get them to that early auction. So you, and you usually have you know, 48 to 72 hours for that process all to happen, and that's after the owners have accepted your offer. So from the, from the point of making your early auction 
early pre-auction offer, it might be a week before the, the auction can still be called, and that's, you know, that, that's one that's being called early. So um, just understand that these things take a lot of time. Uh, so unless you're two to three weeks out from the date, you're probably wasting your time trying to, trying to hurry around and get everything ready early. Now, there is an option which some uh, very advanced, experienced buyers know about where you can make an offer early and you can say to the agent, look, I don't want the auction brought forward. I don't want a multiple offer situation. The owner can either accept my offer um, you know, and just sell it to me and sign it on the spot uh, and, or, or not at all. Uh, so essentially, you're um, asking them to take it off the market and sell it to you without telling anybody else. And in my career, I have actually seen that happen a few times, um, which might sound very tempting if you're a buyer, but keep in mind that if you're going to go down with that sort of strategy, it's going to need to be a pretty exceptional price. You know, it's going to need to be an offer that they just don't see themselves getting at an auction uh, and they don't want to lose you as a buyer, so they agree to sign it and basically, you know, um, make it so that no one else has a chance to buy that home. Um, it might sound like something that's crazy to do, but in the auction standard auction contract, it's actually worded in there that the owner can uh, withdraw and sell the property to anyone at any time. So they are within their rights to do that, as crazy as it sounds. But most times, that, that's very, very rare. And in most cases, uh, there'll either be an early offer and the auction will be brought forward, uh, or um, the auction will run on its normal advertised day. So let's say that's the case. Let's say you've got all your ducks in a row and the property ends up being auctioned on its advertised day and you turn up and you're ready to buy this home. So, strategy. Most people put far too much thought, in my opinion, into whether they're going to come in late in the auction or whether they're going to start the bidding early. I don't really feel like it matters all that much. Essentially, the auction's going to get to the point, the price point, you know, that's going to be determined by the people in the room. Whether they bid hard and fast or offer early or come in late at the, you know, going once, going twice, the auction is going to reach the the top of the budget of the second highest person in the room. <laughs> uh, so don't overthink that. If you like the property, if you're there to bid, put your hand up and bid. Um, in terms of strategy, the one thing I would say is to bid confidently right up until your uh your your max of your budget i think that's worthwhile doing just to show confidence all the way through but other than that you know try not to, to overthink it what's more important uh are the next few points which is if you're going to an auction you want to stand in a place where you can see everything that's going on you know it's why when you go to an auction you know if it's on a backyard of a property everyone's lined up on the on the exterior fence and no one wants to stand close to the auctioneer and it looks like a a, you know, a, a year nine school dance where everybody sort of doesn't want to mix with each other and everybody wants to, to stand on the outside. And that's because you want to be able to see who else is bidding. And that's really, really important. Uh, it's important because you want to know that you're actually bidding against real people. So one of the things that happens with auctions in New Zealand is that the auctioneer can bid on behalf of the vendor so they can bid against you on behalf of the owner, right up until the reserve price is reached. Now, this is called vendor bidding, and it's often not entirely obvious that it's happening. 
or that it's happening you know to you so you have to understand as a buyer are you being uh, you know is the bidding against you coming from the auctioneer or is it coming from another buyer in the crowd if it's coming from the auctioneer and it's not from anyone else then you don't need to keep bidding you can if you want to but you don't have to so the auctioneer is vendor bidding against you in that circumstance to try and get you up to say hey look you haven't reached the reserve price you need to keep coming up so it's basically just like the owners countersigned your offer and said no that won't do it no that won't do it no that won't do it the reason why you should be careful with this is because reserves are, are very arbitrary numbers. Reserves, the reserve price is not guaranteed to be the owner's bottom line. Reserve prices are often used by auctioneers as a tool to extract the best possible price from the market. So they, they're, they're not, uh, they're used as a marketing tool and, and the the auctioneer knows when they go into an auction with the reserve price that that's probably not the owner's bottom line. It's, it's more of a target that they're aiming for. So if you just keep bidding blindly against the auctioneer right up until the reserve, you might think, oh, cool, I've got it at the reserve price. I've got it from the owner's bottom line. But in fact, that might just be a, a completely arbitrary number that the, the auctioneer plucked out of the air and decided that you know, that would be the, the, the right point at which to, to, to stop vendor bidding. Um, so, yeah, so I, I'd be very careful of bidding against yourself, which is essentially what you're doing there. So, if you get into that situation and you stop bidding, what will probably happen is the auctioneer will then ask to speak to you privately. So, let's say you have bid on this property up to about 800 grand, for instance, and no one else is bidding. And you think it's, you know, market value is probably about 900,000. What will happen is the auctioneer will ask to speak to you privately and he'll take you into a side room or in a separate part of the house somewhere when, where the conversation can't be overheard. And they will say something to you like, hey, look, the bidding stopped at 800,000 and the bid is with you. Uh, we can't sell it to you for that. That's too low. You're going to need to be higher. And you'll say something like, oh, well, how much do I have to pay? And the auctioneer will say, uh, you need to be 950. Um, and you might think, okay, well, that must be the reserve. I'll go 950 and, and buy the property. But in fact, what you've got to remember is that at that point, you're just in a negotiation. So if you end up in that situation and the auctioneer comes back to you with a price, bear in mind that you can negotiate that. So if your last bid was 800, the auctioneer comes back and says, you need to be 950 to buy it. You can say, hey, look, actually, I'm prepared to go to 8.30. And then the auctioneer will go back and speak to the owner and say, look, these buyers are at 8.30. What do you want to do? And the owner might say, well, we're not taking a cent less than 900. And the agent will come back to you and say, you need to be at 900. What do you want to do? And you can keep sort of going back and forth like this. Um, this is where you will find out, if you, if you slow play it, essentially, where the owner's real reserve is. Now, the... Auctioneer won't divulge what's written on the reserve, you know, piece of paper, what the owners have signed off on. You're going to have to basically extract this information through negotiating. So my advice would be if you get in this kind of private room, side room um, type arrangement, just move, but move slowly. You know, keep things moving if it feels like it's still within sort of market value for you, but move slowly. Don't, don't race up to a really high amount just because that's where the auctioneer says you need to be because the auctioneer is probably shooting for a high price. The auctioneer 
like any good negotiator, is going to come in and ask you for more than what you need to pay to buy the house in the hope that you'll meet somewhere in the middle, in my experience. So move, but move slowly. And bear in mind this very important point that once you reach a a price that the owner is happy with, what the auctioneer will want to do is take that price back to the auction room and say you've say you've come up to 880 and the owner has said, yep, okay, I'm cool with that. Uh, the auctioneer will say, right, you two have agreed. We're going to go back to the auction room and say to everybody, we now have a new bid at 880. The owners have decided to put the property on the market, meaning their reserve has been reached. Uh, the property is on the market, ready to be sold at 880. Does anyone want to beat that? And they'll give everyone in the room the chance to put in a higher bid, which for you could be really frustrating because you've just scrimped and, you know, pushed pushed all in to get to the point where the owner's happy and now someone else could come in and take that house from you. So this is a this is something that's really important to keep in mind when you're in that side room is that whatever price you agree to, they're going to want to bring it back to the auction floor, the auction room. Now, one note on this, going back to our pre-auction offer example, you do have the right to, in that side room, say, hey, look, I'll go to 880, but you have to sell it to me here and now. You, you can't take it back to the auction room. Again, to get this sort of across the line, your price is going to have to be pretty exceptional. And uh, and I have seen this happen a few times, but it is rare. So you do keep that in your back pocket that if you're getting really pushed and you really don't want it to go back out on the auction floor, you can try that tactic. Uh, and, it, and it does happen from time to time. Bear in mind, if you're not the one in the side room, if you're trying to buy this home and you're not the one in that side room, bear in mind that that could happen too. So uh, one more bit of advice is if the auction is going to stop and, and there's negotiation that's going to happen, you ideally want to be the person doing that negotiating as the buyer. You want to be the one that's talking direct to the auctioneer and essentially direct to the owner. So, I, and I've also seen plenty of situations where, you know, they're, this side room deal is done the house comes back out to the auction floor and then the bidding starts up again and and, you know the property goes for another 200 300 more than that price so this is all you know just remember it's all just part of the process and you're going to have to fight it out with whoever's in the room in most circumstances so to sum all those tips up essentially what you want to do is have all your research done first You want to bid confidently. You want to make sure you're not bidding against yourself and stop if that's the case. If you get in the side room with the owner, I think it's it's wise to keep moving, but just keep moving slowly and don't go further than you need to. Bear in mind that it probably is going to come back out to the auction room as well. And bear in mind that other people may still keep bidding at that point. Now, one strategy I like to employ personally is if you get to the kind of nitty gritty end of the bidding and, you know, it's going up in $1,000 increments and people are starting to slow down, that's a really good point to stay confident, to keep bidding quickly, even if you're near your max, and do what I call either double bids or jumping the bidding. So let's say it's going up in $1,000 increments. You know, it's 880, it's 881, it's 882. That's a really good point to be confident and say 885 or 890 and raise your bid in an increment higher than where the other buyers, uh, higher, higher than how much the other buyers are raising their bid. 
what that does is it just sends a really cool, confident message to these other people trying to bid against you that, hey, look, I'm, I'm not mucking around. You know, we're here to get this house. And that can really take the, the wind out of the sails of the other bidders. So that's one, one tip. If you're, if you're feeling brave, that's a really good one to try. And going with that, I would say, please ensure that you have a bit of wiggle room. So if your max amount you can bid according to your finance is 800000 and the bidding is at 801 try and set it up before you get to the auction so that you can go a bit more. What you don't want to see is that property sell for 803 when your max was 800 and you know and you walk away deeply upset that you missed out on it by potentially a couple of grand, especially if the other buyer was, you know, was slowing down at that point. So try and have a bit of fighting money. Um, you could even ask that question of your mortgage broker or of your bank, like, hey, you know, I know you've approved me up to 800 grand. What happens if, in the, if on the day we need to go to 810? What's going to happen there? Uh, you could uh, talk to family and friends and and say, you know, can you support me? Can you loan us a, a, an amount of money for a very short period of time? Um, heck, you might even get the money out on your credit card if you if you need to. I'm not trying to suggest making any, you know, <laughs> obviously get advice before you borrow any sort of money. But what you don't want to do is is you know, walk away feeling like you could have got it if you paid another two grand. It's a really bad feeling that'll last with last you know last forever if you if you fall into that trap. With banks, in my experience, and there's no guarantee this happens in the future or, or for you, so please take this with a grain of salt. But if your bank has approved you to eight hundred thousand, and you go back to them after the auction and say, "Hey, sorry, we bought it for eight ten. Can you still finance us into this property?" Most of the time, they'll come to the party and give you the extra ten grand because they want your business. You know, the 800 is usually a fairly sort of arbitrary figure. Or worst case scenario, you can go to another bank and, and shop around at that point and see if some other bank will give you that extra $10,000. So uh, again, take that, you know, that every situation is going to be very different. Um, but most, you know, if it's a small amount, try not to miss out on the property for a, yeah, for a, for what is a few thousand dollars because um, it could be very upsetting at the end of the day. So, don't be afraid of auctions. They're a really cool way to buy. They're nicely transparent in most ways. Uh, you only have to be $1,000 more than the next highest bidder, uh, which is a, a cool way to buy. Um, now, if you're getting pushed and you're at the very top of your budget or the top of where you think market value is, this is another scenario that comes up where you know you uh, you might think the market value of the property is 900000 You might have money to pay far more than that maybe you could pay 1.2 if you want to but it more comes down to what you think market value is if you think that's 900,000 but someone else is bidding to 930 or 940 take confidence that someone else sees value at that amount that should reassure you if you end up paying 941 to buy that home and it's more than what you originally thought you'd have to pay take confidence from the fact that someone else was prepared to pay the same amount so it, it, it would uh, stand to reason that if you needed to sell the property, you could go back to the market and, and get basically back at least what you paid for it. Uh, so I think that's important to keep in mind. You know, take, 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 take the social proof as encouragement if you're getting near your max or above your comfort zone, but you do want to keep bidding and you really like that home. Don't be afraid to keep going if there are other people supporting value at that mark. So... Best of luck. I'll link to a few more resources 
in the show notes for this episode, including a complete article I've got with tips on how to bid in an auction and people to speak to before you before you offer. Uh, everyone, stay safe out there. In a future episode, I'll talk about tenders, which is a, a, a really you know the, one of the most common questions I get from people how to bid at that sort of process too. So. If you're attending an auction, good luck. I wish you the best and I hope you get the house. I hope these tips help you.